This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Got married at 18, had my first daughter at 19. The marriage was not compatible. We fought a lot. And when I say fight, I mean fight. I was in Afghanistan. I was deployed and she was messing around with someone else. And then she ended up getting pregnant. I found out deployed and then it made all this drama. Was it somebody that you knew? It was multiple people. You didn't know who the dad was. I didn't really trust men at that point. I'm like, I don't trust women. I will not have anything to do with women. And so it was just this game breaking down all those walls that had been built up. He didn't have to take that on. And he did, even though I had a lot of baggage. This is the sensitive side of me. It's <laughs> coming out. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you guys? That I don't love my first daughter and that I'm hiding her. We sat down with TikTok stars Kay and Tay to talk about their life before fame. Recently, they celebrated the birth of their first child together, which came as a surprise. But what most people don't know is this wasn't either of their first experiences with pregnancy. Tay's ex-wife cheated on him and got pregnant while he was deployed in Afghanistan. Kay, on the other hand, got pregnant at 19 and has a 12-year-old daughter that she has joint custody over. She doesn't show her 12-year-old daughter on any of her TikTok videos, and up to this point, she has stayed silent about it. We talk about all this and so much more in today's interview. What's, What's up, up dudes? dudes? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. Woohoo! Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Today we are joined by Kay and Tay. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. We are so stoked to have you on the podcast. We're also excited. We are so stoked y'all invited us. Yeah. And yeah. congratulations on the birth of your baby. Oh my gosh, she's Thank adorable. You. She's literally here in the room. She's a <laughs> part of the podcast. She, she really wanted, wanted to be involved. Yeah, yeah, she just wanted to be a part of the podcast today. So she she's here. And she's, <laughs> she's loving it. We were talking before the podcast podcast talking about how life didn't always look this way like there were there were mm-hmm. times of like being low income and things being hard and I think I read something online about you guys saying that like you were in debt at one point and yeah. um mm-hmm. I'm curious like talk to us about that because I feel like it's a side of your life that a lot of people don't see online yeah neither of us came from a lot of money I mean mm-hmm. when we got married we didn't really have any money we had like a little bit of money I say that Save but then that. we also went backpacking to Europe with <laughs> We weren't very smart. We were young. And so all the money that we did have, we spent it on a trip to Europe and then had no money. But for the record, for the record, we wanted to have a big wedding and we had some money saved up and we didn't want to spend all of the money on a wedding. We started thinking about it and we we're like, you know, this is one night. We're basically paying all this money to throw this big party for everybody else when we're not even going to probably get to sit down and eat the food yep. or do anything. And we're going to be stressed the whole time. So why don't we spend this money on something that's just about us? And so we went on like this really epic honeymoon backpacking extravaganza. And I say all our money, but it It, wasn't even, it was less than $10,000. The money that we had, I had saved over the course of like seven years at that point. Like that was the rest of our money. But I felt like me and Kay, like, but the memories, that was the start. And I wanted to have that big event in the beginning. And so we were okay like using what we had to make those memories and have that moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, the nine thousand dollars would have like i would have survived a few months on that you know because yeah. we moved to alabama we didn't have jobs we didn't you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i don't know so yeah it ended I, up working out in the end so you know we didn't spend all of our money but we definitely built like some amazing memories and yeah. now we're here so you know 
Yeah. It all worked out. But yes, we did not come from no. money, neither of us. So we've had to work extremely hard in our lives. You know, like multiple he went, jobs. Yeah. It, I've I was working multiple jobs at one point. When school got to he was in engineering school, which is very hard towards the last like couple years. Um, it's very time consuming. So there were mm-hmm. points where he couldn't work anymore. And so I was the only one making money. And at the time it was like my dental assisting job was not bringing in that much money mm. um but it was enough to survive on and funny enough that's actually when we started our tiktok was during that period of time when i was the only one working so I think that's probably why we had and you time. and you come from the military which you were in the military right Tay, yeah okay like, you you didn't do the military mm-hmm. but was it i think we were saying off podcast you guys met in the in the town that you grew up in because mm-hmm. That you're, you were stationed there or you were training there or, or what what happened? Yeah, so I was in the Air Force and I I had just got back from deployment. I had actually been there for over a year before I deployed and I didn't meet Kay until after the deployment. Yeah. And so I got back and I ended up meeting her through like mutual friends and mm-hmm. it turns out she had been there the whole time and like been kind of friends in that friend group, but I had just never met her. And like the first time I saw her, it was like an immediate connection. And I was like, I can remember we hung out with some friends and then afterwards I was like talking to all my friends and I was like, what was the brown headed girl's or the brown haired girl's name? She had darker hair at the time. Oh, yeah. really? It was like yeah, a dirty blonde. I had, I had like a darker hair and he was like, the girl with the brown hair, the girl yeah. with the brown hair. And that's the only way he knew me, even though I told you my name. Yeah, but well, he just didn't remember my name. <laughs> but I, I was I, like immediately, like, and we just one of my friends reached out to there. us and was like, or reached out to me on Snapchat, and she was like, "Hey, Tay wants your number," and I was like, "Okay." So, and then it just kind of went from there. It was really what year was that? That was twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I was it twenty fourteen. No, it was twenty fourteen. Fourteen. It was end of twenty fourteen. Oh it was like it was November of twenty fourteen. Do you miss the early days of your relationship relationship at all? Like. Do you do you like the the time now that you have together, or do you like look back and you're like, oh man, it was so fun. We were so spontaneous. We went backpacking and all throughout Europe. You know, I don't know. So that was like that was our because you know you say struggle and I say yeah. W- well, we started our our life with a bad financial decision, but <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that I always went back to. Like for the you know that moment that that period of time that we backpacked. I looked back at that all the time and you know when I was in school and she was working and I was working and we had these long nights it was like I always did look back and I think you always look back when there's like even when you're struggling in the moment you hate it but then you look back and you're like like you really I grew so much yeah you grew that. or you yeah. connect with that time you know what I mean like I, I guess I it's hard to explain I don't think we would be as appreciative of what we've accomplished now if yeah. we didn't struggle so much in the beginning and like even growing up like I mean, I was, I would consider, I guess, middle class, but like, I didn't have any clothes that I wanted. You know, I couldn't just, I didn't have all the Abercrombie and stuff that everybody had. And just coming from that and now being able to, I guess, live differently. Like, I'm just more appreciative of it, you know, Mm -hmm. because I didn't start from that. Mm -hmm. And I guess, I think you guys went from like a million to nine million followers on TikTok in a matter of a year. Holy cow. Like what? What happened? What? Also, what? What's I'm the still secret? Asking myself How did, did you guys? Did you guys hack the algorithm? Like, what did I you don't do? Know. It was just Kay's face, man. She's so funny. It's just I, Kay in general. She's so funny. I'm funny. Yes, everything Kay I'm does, funny. I can't help but laugh. Like everything, she's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I think that. It, I mean, it was a content switch. I think we, when we started, we were we weren't really sure what we wanted to do with content, so we were just kind of jumping around and doing trends and stuff. Yeah. And then finally, we were just like, let's just show our life. And I just started filming Kay. And because, and you know, 
I fell in love with Kay for the same reasons that everyone else did, you know, because she's so mm-hmm. funny and she's so interesting and all the like, oh gosh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it made me cry. It's she and she, how thankful she is. Like everyone's always like, oh, Tay does so much for Kay, but it's like, of course I do because I can like come in with a bag of chips and and Kay is like, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> Like that bag of chips, you're so nice. Like, Aww, just her just reactions. Thought, I think you know? that's what did it. There's something about your content that just like affected me too. I was in my head. I was like, "Is this real?" Because like you guys are so sweet to each other and so like precious, thankful, like thoughtful. I'm like, man, I could really take a page <laughs> out of their books because they're so sweet. And then a part of me yeah. is like, is this real? Do you guys get asked that all the time? Like, is oh, yeah. this real? And then I guess like, how do you keep that in your marriage? Because you haven't, you've been married a decent amount of time. And you guys, like you said, have been through some yeah. hard times. Like, how do you keep that in your marriage? Like that freshness. For one, yes, it is real. Um, we have, we we fight. I mean, every couple of fights. And I, for one, feel like, if you're not fighting, if you're not having disagreements, which is I hate more, the word fight. Yeah, because it's people not, use the word fight as like a like aggression. Like a physical yeah. Right. And so I don't energy. even like calling it fights, but do we have disagreements? hundred percent we do. And if you mm-hmm. didn't have disagreements, that's a red flag in my opinion. You it's healthy to have healthy disagreements and conversations about things that you don't see the same, you know, page on. Mm-hmm. Um but he has always been so like gift giving nurturing if i'm not feeling well he wants to help any way he can that's just his personality type um i think the time benefits us i think learn that i think i for one feel so extra thankful i've always been a sensitive person and i have been told my whole life like you gotta toughen up or like you're too sensitive i've been told that forever as long as i can remember um but i tend to cry a lot and I'm more Mm, emotional than some yeah um but I did come you know I didn't have a previous relationship that I could feel myself in Mm. and I feel like with him like he brings out the best of me he brings out all the you know the sensitive side that I can bring out if that makes sense I just love when she I like sorry I like that she shows emotions (laughs) I like that, she, like, I want her to show the emotion she feels because there's something unnatural about feeling like you have to hide something that you're feeling. And I feel like that's yeah. so normal nowadays. It's like, oh, toughen up. Like, but no, like, if you feel like you want to cry, like, do it. That's something your body wants to do for a reason. Like, you should, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe that, <laughs> I, I kind of support it, I guess. I let it out too, girl. Don't worry. I feel like our, our personality types just really click. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people find that in their soulmates. I think people think that they found their soulmates a lot of times and they don't. And maybe that's why divorce rates are so high. But I truly feel like Taylor and I click so well together because like everything about me works so well with everything about him. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. But it's We also still a- have arguments. We yeah. still fight. But we just work so well together and we know how to... Mm-hmm talk things out and not have super loud yelling matches like you know and it didn't st- i mean like you said like how, how long we've been together i feel like that's actually made it better because you oh, learn yeah. what a, what gets to a person and what doesn't and then you can say i'm not gonna do you know say things a certain way because that might trigger them to be angry mm-hmm. or that might make them upset and so over time you learn all these little details and then you know what to avoid and you know what to lean into and that's what kind of you know strengthens mm-hmm. your relationship yeah I'm curious because, like, I know, I think initially with your the story of your pregnancy and everything, <clears throat> excuse me, I assumed 
that this was your first pregnancy, but I know that you got that you have a, a daughter mm-hmm. as well. Like if you have two daughters, mm-hmm. and I so do. I guess my question is like, were you previously married before Tay? Mm-hmm. I was. Um, so this isn't something we've really been able to go into depth on um, on our channel because we just post short. You know, there's not a lot of time to really go into depth. But yes, I got married at 18. Um, I got pregnant and had my first daughter at 19. The marriage was not good. It was not compatible. We fought a lot. And when I say fight, I mean fight. It wasn't like Taylor and I's arguments. That's why I don't like the word fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm because so sorry. I've, I've lived that and I know how much harder it can be to be in that kind of relationship. But I did end up getting divorced and now we have joint custody. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a little short you know he's been in her life um since she was three and she doesn't know life without taylor she's very close to taylor i mean he's like the play parent he's sat in the floor and played barbies with her and Mm. and he's just so hands-on with her and they're very close in fact i would say like she's one of or he is one of her best friends i mean she even or you wrote her a card one year for her birthday and it was like i think this was actually 2022 because it was at my Gigi's house when she had cancer. Um, so yeah, it was that birthday. But he wrote her a card and it was like, um, thank you for being my best friend. And it was like made me cry. <laughs> but, That's precious. But they are very close and I'm so thankful because he didn't have to take that on. And he did, even though I had a lot of baggage. This is the sensitive side of me. It's <laughs> coming out and I shouldn't. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't fall, it's not real. <laughs> This episode of the Unplanned Podcast is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. We got a couple little movers in this household. So Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes and their tushies too. Huggies best fitting diaper is their little movers with its curved and stretchy fit. Moms know that there's nothing worse than an ill-fitting diaper, especially for your active babies. Isn't that the worst when a diaper doesn't fit and then you have blowout city? Like just blowout after blowout. Blowout out the back, blowout out the legs. There's just nothing more frustrating than when, when the diaper doesn't fit. When you buy the cheaper diapers that aren't the best quality, then you get more blowouts. And honestly, diaper rash. Yes, because it doesn't keep them as dry. It's not keep them as dry. Huggies keeps them dry, keeps them comfortable while they're, they can still move and groove around. Huggies little movers are curved so our babies feel comfy no matter how much they're moving around. And our kids do move around a lot. They, they're very active. Honestly, our Augie youngest- showed signs of crawling. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'll show you the video. He'll roll over like over and over again. Yeah. I have not seen him like attempt to crawl. That's crazy. Oh, he's tried. Holy cow. I mean, he didn't get anywhere, but he, it'll be any day now. And they're so cute too. They have little Lion King images on them, the ones that we have. It's yeah. really adorable. And you know what? You cannot beat less blowouts as a parent. You do not need that. You do not. No. No. And Huggies Little Movers also offer up to 12-hour protection against leaks, which is definitely a game changer. Get your baby's butt into Huggies Best Fitting Diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. Now, back to the episode. Tay, did you know initially, because I, I think we we're talking a little bit about how you the guys The brown met. hair girl. Oh, yeah, the yeah. brown hair girl. Did you know that the brown hair girl had this beautiful daughter, or did it take a, a couple dates or something to learn that information? It wasn't day one. Like, I didn't learn that day we met but it wasn't long after i mean like within the first few conversations Kay's very like 
that's like her favorite topic is talking about Ken's and now Ellie, like you, well, you know, like she's been nonstop this whole time. Oh, sorry about Ellie. So I mean, like I knew very quickly and it wasn't, it wasn't like something I was, it didn't didn't make me want to run away. He didn't get to meet her for like six months. Yeah. You were really careful. So I was very careful because I didn't want to just introduce anybody to her. Um, so it was a good six months before he met her. So at this point you were 22 mm-hmm. and you had, you were divorced and you had a daughter. Mm-hmm. What were you like? I can't even imagine being at that place in your life. Was it something you were like, this is a fresh start or were you just like, I was really scared to be honest because I didn't really trust men at I'm that sure. point. I didn't have any faith in finding somebody that would accept her and me um and be worth a darn because of what i had experienced so I feel like we were both on the same page and there. him as well i mean we both kind of when we first started talking had ultimate, we both yeah. were like i don't know if i really want to pursue anything with this because we had both been hurt so badly mm-hmm. and we just were kind of open with each other in the beginning with that obviously it forced into something and we it was just irresistible it was always it's like we were fighting ourselves we like did we didn't want to have a relationship because we had been hurt and like we weren't into relationships but we were mm-hmm. like but we want to spend all our time together so we were literally <laughs> hanging out every single day but we didn't want to like commit i guess because we were just so scared of getting hurt again how mm-hmm. long did that take to go from we're just friends this is not, we don't like it. We just, we're just friends. This is not going to go anywhere. How long did it take for that to turn into more than a friendship? I would say like three or four months. Yeah. Of like mm-hmm. kind of fighting it. And was it like an every day? Like were you hanging out every then, day? It, oh so yeah, we were hanging I, out. I don't know like about every, you guys, like when Abby and I first met, like we literally talked every day. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. then we were long distance. So like we FaceTimed an hour minimum every yes. day. Yep. So I'm sure you guys were hanging out a lot. We were. <laughs> and we would just, and even once we like got together, I'm not saying like we, we broke up and got together, broke up, but we would like, we would talk to each other and, you know, be like, what is this? What is this going to be? Like what, it, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was almost like we were still fighting it even after we said, okay, we're going to be together. You know, it, it took months. I would say at like that four month mark, it got, it got to the point where we were like, okay, we're going to take this we're gonna seriously. Try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ever since then, it's just, but yeah, every day only been <laughs> each other. We're just friends. We just, yeah. And I'm, and I'm, <laughs> curious, I'm curious from your perspective, Tay, like, finding out okay if i like end up marrying this girl i'm gonna, I'm gonna be a dad right away um how did that make you feel because I don't, I don't know about you but like i guess were you 21 at the time where you first met mm-hmm. um for me like when we when we found out we were pregnant and i was 23 i was like i was like am i too young to be a dad like i just felt so young and i mm-hmm. felt like i didn't have it figured out yet and so i what was going through your mind? I yeah, guess. It, there was definitely a lot of fears because, you know, that's like a whole nother person's life that you're now like responsible for suddenly. But then also it's like, I don't know if I called myself an outsider at the time. But, oh, I was. I was an outsider coming in, taking on a responsibility. And like, I guess I, I didn't really because at first I didn't do any parenting. I kind of, because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was, very I, it was right for me to come in from the outside and say, hey, Kinsley shouldn't eat that or Kinsley shouldn't do that because, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I guess it just kind of happened naturally. It was like very scared. Like, I don't know, you know, what I'm going to do, you know, if I became a stepdad, but then it kind of turned into, okay, well, I'll be, you know, a step parent, but I'll be really hands off. And then eventually it just kind of naturally flowed into, okay, I'm, I'm just her step parent. I might as well be her, another dad to her, you know, and at this point it's been nearly it's, 10 yeah, years. It's almost 10 wow. years. So, so it's like, I'm just, Kinsley's just my daughter too, you know? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And you said you also came from like rough 
relationships and stuff. Were you previously divorced also? Yeah, so I also got married really young, high school no sweetheart. And then I I think what happened was we weren't right for each other, but we got together anyway. And a whole finasco ended up happening where I was deployed and she was messing around with someone else and then she ended up getting pregnant and then like i found out deployed and then it made all this drama and so i came like you could see where i would be standoffish i'm confused she got pregnant while she was married to you yeah yeah while i was deployed i'm so sorry yeah, well, I mean... I mean, it works out. It works out I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Dude, like, it, work, a lot of it time works out. Has passed, it really works is... hard. Like, I think back to, like, I was in Afghanistan, and, like, I, I... I can remember those moments of them, like, pulling me in and being like, we know what happened. And, like, me, like, I wasn't allowed to, like, sit and, like, we did, like, patrols, and we would do things where we were in, like, towers at some points. Like, this was, like, a little fob that I was on, like, a, fo- a forward operating base. So it wasn't, like, a okay. big base. This was, like, this small thing. There was, yeah. like, 26 of us. And... I wasn't allowed to be alone anymore, and it was just this weird. I was in this weird daze for so long. Because they were worried about you. Well, because you know that's it. That's like the typical story, right? You get deployed, you're in a combat zone, and then something horrible happens back home, and then you know you know what happens to military people when the stress gets high, and you know those rates are high, and so. And so they're like very careful. People actually take their own life, like when something like that. Of course, yeah. yeah, and especially deployed because you're already in the middle of nowhere wearing camouflage all day long you don't have real clothes you wear your military uniform all day and night and you're living in a i was living in a connex box with a little bathroom built into it what is that what is a, a connex box like a um shipping container really i'm living in a shipping container that they put a door on the side of were you like on the front lines like i don't well, know i was exactly just in what... afghanistan okay that they, they spaced the bases out and there's fobs and there's bases and i was just in one of the fobs fobs being a base near a main base Okay. Where activity goes in and out. The mission was weird. We just like protected people. It, it's kind of kind of irrelevant, but um and so it was weird. Like, you know, how did could, they if you don't mind me asking, how did they tell you? Like, or how did you find out about her? I found out from her initially. She like texts me and she was like, I guess it had already gotten out. How back. long had you been married at this point? About a year. Okay. Yeah. About a year. And you're just like 20 years old. She texted you that she was pregnant? She was like, you're, you're going to hear about it, essentially. And like that she basically went into detail about what happened. And she's like, you're probably going to hear about it because it had already spread back in the States. But everyone was like, don't tell Dudley. Like, we got to figure out how to tell him. Because it's like this big thing when you're deployed. Like, mental yeah, health is really a huge careful. thing in the military. Yeah. I knew Breaking people that, like that took their own life. You know, really? it was, it's, it's a normal thing. <sighs> so more people are like actually taking their own lives in the military than in combat. Or like than like passing in combat. It, at that point, probably. Wow. And I, 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 probably even more now because they've pulled mm. out, you know, of, of a lot of places. But yeah, and so it was just a really hazy time. I'm so sorry. I can remember the first few, like, months that we were dating. That was back when, like, Man Crush Monday was a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. you would post, like, your man. Um, and so I had posted him. It was when we could finally... Cause there for a while, he was still trying to get the divorce. Like, get her to sign the paperwork and like get all that stuff it. done. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't so a- when you found out, you knew the marriage was over. Yeah. And so you're yeah. you're going through with that and that you're, she wouldn't sign, I guess. She wouldn't sign, but he was single. He They weren't okay. living together. She had moved back home and like yeah. that's when we met. And so we were, you know, not trying to cause any waves or drama um but once it was like official i posted a man crush monday and like i just remember her sister commenting on my instagram post and tagging her in it and she was like isn't this your man 
And mind you, she was like nine months pregnant at the time with somebody else's child. Oh my god! And I did not say anything <laughs> because I felt like I didn't want to like lower myself to their standards. Yeah. Um, but clearly, she was not his man anymore, and she lost that privilege when she did what she did. So I just didn't say anything, um, and I just deleted the comment. But I'll just I'll never forget that because I just feel like the beginning of our relationship from both sides, we had so much going against us you know i hate that you both went through that but honestly learning that gives me so much more context to these short videos that people see on the Mm -hmm. internet you know where it's like you guys both know what it comes what it it, what it's like to come from unhealthy broken relationships right and then to feel like that security in a relationship that love and that trust and like wanting to like show each other affection like that has Mm -hmm. to be like bliss it is it's funny because, like, I see a lot of people saying, like, oh, they just post fetish content. I see that. Wait, That's a weird thing. Fetish? They, think, it, yeah. they think our content's fetish, and it's, like, really confusing. I don't know if they mean fetish for women, like, to, to have a perfect relationship. Uh, or if oh, they, they, they think okay. I don't know which one because they don't that make it might, clear. Yeah. yeah, you honestly, like, you do the most. I'm like, man, like, watching some of your videos, I'm like, man, I, I definitely could do It's a just my love language, though. <laughs> Or it's that they think that I'm acting like a kid on purpose for some reason. Yeah, and it could be it too. They don't, they're not very clear. Yeah, and and oh. I just have to say that, like you were saying, because we came from such broken relationships prior, I have opened myself up more with him. So I am able to have like, what would you call that? I don't know. When you are able to just act really happy and yeah. giddy and well, it's bubbly, like when you baby and talk with your partner in private, or you yeah. like heighten your voice. Like when I'm talking to Ellie, my voice naturally goes up like three yeah. octaves. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm not like I'm gonna heighten my voice three octaves. It just you happens. Think about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. natural. And so Kay just naturally lets loose and and shows her real emotions, and then people get upset. Yeah, about. They're like, this is clearly fetish content. And I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> like, are you turned to, on To by be this? able to right. think. To- <laughs> She's like eating a carrot cake. I'm like, if your brain is immediately going to that, that's oh what I'm going about you. Honestly, oh that, you know? that, I think that's where a lot of the more negative comments probably come from is just like people speaking out of their own like your bad own situations, think, yeah. your own negative thoughts. Yeah projecting they're like projecting Projecting. their own thoughts and so i I just kind of laugh about it but it's just so funny that people go there it is that's weird but yeah that's so you know we say we both were like standoffish that's why we both had a really bad situation and then we were like oh we want to be together but we don't trust relationships pretty soon at that point yeah how long did you wait because i feel like going through all of that were you were you scared? It was a few months. Or were you yeah. were you like, oh, this is the person I want to, I, I just I just want to escape from my past and cling to this new person because they feel safe and it feels like home and they they understand me and our and our personalities make sense together. Like, how did you go about recovery from leaving a damaged past? So both, right? So like yeah. I, because you you think like the rebound. Like I don't like to call K a rebound, but you think that like you naturally want comfort from somewhere else and you lose it and you want to replace it. Yeah. But I'm also a very like. I put thought into everything I do. And so I'm like, I really like Kay. I really want to like get to know her more. I really want to be in a relationship with her. But I don't want to have anything to do with women ever again. And I don't trust women. And I will not have anything to do with women. Oh, and so it was just this game of like inching closer and closer, you know, to to finally breaking down all those walls that had been built up, I guess. I, think I was a little bit more open to starting a relationship because for me, our divorce was finalized in April. 
and we met in November. So it had been a little while for me to. And that was after the finalize. That wasn't even like the separating heal, and you know. And even though I was hesitant at first, at that like three month mark, I was like, I really want to like pursue this. I want to see where this goes because I really care for you and like we just mesh so well as friends and I think that's really why we have such a good relationship is because like he truly is my best friend I know people say that but like I don't even really have friends I really don't and like I'm not just saying that I don't have girlfriends because we're just like always working we're always together and he is my best friend if I need help with like what clothes to wear I go to him like say whatever you think yeah he's so much help This portion of today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. Matt, have you ever tried to invent a new you for the new year? I have. How is that going so far? I failed dry January. (laughs) (laughs) You know, actually, I'm pretty sure that people do tend to take Liquid IV when they're a little... Wait, you're right, because it helps you hydrate, and that's like really important to break a hangover. Oh, does it help you hydrate? Yes. It helps you <laughs> hydrate three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and no. nutrients for everyday wellness. My dad told me about this. People actually will get IVs after like a hangover because getting hydrated is like the cure to being hungover. Like you're dehydrated when you drink alcohol. It helps you hydrate two times faster than water alone. Wow. And now you guys, they have sugar-free ones. Ooh. So I literally have liquid IV every single day. I, I swear to you, it keeps me, it's something to look forward to because I'm already drinking so much water, it gets kind of boring. This is yummier, makes me more hydrated. And plus, I will say, I also think it helps me as a breastfeeding mom. I get dehydrated all the time and I think it keeps the milk flowing because I am so hydrated. Question for you though, which flavor is the best? Because if you don't say peach, you're No, it's wrong. the grape one. No, it's peach. No, it's the grape. Peach is the best liquid IV it's flavor. It's the sugar-free grape. You guys let us know in the comments which flavor is better because it's, like it's definitely green grape. The, the peach is amazing. I don't even like like peaches no, the that peach much. Is great. The peach is great. I've been on a lemon lime kick personally. Grape though, I <sighs> You know, I heard there's some kind of cherry one I want to try too. Okay. To rehydrate yourself for the new year, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free and bulk nationwide at Costco. Okay. Or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unplanned at checkout. That's 20% off. First order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code UNPLANNED at liquidiv.com. Thank you, Liquid IV. Now, back to the episode. What advice would you guys give to people who might be in a toxic relationship and maybe they're seeing warning signs that like their their partner might be cheating on them? Or I don't know, like, was there anything that you saw that was a warning sign that you should have, looking back, like, gotten out of that relationship immediately? No, not really. I... See, like, that's my situation's weird because I wasn't physically there. And so, I mean, that happens a lot in the military, right? I mean, cheating in the military is a super common thing on both sides. The military member and the spouse, Okay, they're separated a lot. And they're they're in these new environments and they're meeting all these new people. And, you know, so it's hard to say in that situation. I think if they're trying, you know, if if you're, if the person that you're in a relationship is, they're physically, like, you can tell they're trying, then you're... I don't know. I'd, I'd say you're probably It was good. a really weird situation for him, I feel like, because he he was, like, living like everything was good. You know, it was kind of random, I feel like. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit of a blindside. So I mean, it was just out of nowhere. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a blindside for sure. And was it somebody that you knew? Yeah, they worked with me, yeah. Like over in Afghanistan? Well, it was more than... Well, no, because they were in Afghanistan. Well, they were back home. Okay, okay. It was multiple people, but... <laughs> but, they didn't know she didn't know who she didn't know who the dad was from but, multiple people but that he th- knew either way it's 
I don't know. I don't for, really have any advice for how you would detect that. I I wouldn't have advice for looking the back, cheating. I don't have I don't know how I would have. I do have advice for red flags in general with like my situation. Yeah. Um, if y'all wanna hear. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not as juicy as cheating probably, but um I feel like for me with the red flags that I should have seen were control. And so I wasn't allowed to have friends at all like even though I wanted them and I wanted to go we lived in my hometown and so I went to high school there knew all these people and I I kind of like slowly was cut off from everybody um he didn't want me to go to college in my hometown it was a community college because I might see boys that I went to school with I didn't have access to our money up until he deployed because he I had to have access to money by at that point because he wasn't there um you know, it's just a lot of control. And I don't know. I, obviously, I think it stemmed from insecurities and him feeling like he would lose me, I guess. that's. I tried to understand his thought process on why he was like that. But definitely you can't control your partner. You can't, con- you can't put restraints thing. on their money. Like not even having access to the cards so you can go grocery shopping or having friends or going out to eat. And if I did go out to eat, I would have to text him the whole time to make sure he knew I was not like doing something. It's like an insecurity something. kind of thing. Or, Whoa, if, really? If I was going to hang out with somebody, I had to send pictures. I mean, it was like That was an actual pictures. requirement. Like, yes. if you hang out with a friend, pictures. you need to and send a I picture. And if I didn't, he'd find me and and be outside. And he'd tell, tell me to come outside because he found me at their house and wanted me to come outside and talk to him. 900 phone calls in a row if I didn't answer. So I think those are red flags for <laughs> sure. I feel those like are the obvious someone, red flags. I feel, I feel like there's someone listening right now who's in that same situation literally right now. Yeah. And they they see all the red flags, but they're too scared to, to leave and to mm-hmm. seek help. What would you say to that person? I would say that as hard as it may feel like it is in that moment, 10 years from now, you will be so glad that you did, that you left. Because it, what is it? It takes seven, seven times for somebody to leave an abusive relationship um before it sticks that's like the statistic i think like leaving and coming back leaving and coming back because i for one left and came back left and came back so many times including when i was pregnant i left multiple times and came back so i think if you get finally are able to leave you just have to know in 10 years in five years even three years you're going to be so happy that you did um, because it does get better, so much better. And who knows, like maybe your person is waiting and they're also going through something and they need to find you as well. Mm-hmm. So I have peace knowing that I feel like I made the right decision. I think something that surprises me knowing more about your guys's like past is that you were so willing to enter into another marriage. Like I could see where people be like, okay, well, we'll just stay together, but marriage, like marriage altogether, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you guys, like you dated for a few years before you got married, Mm -hmm. what? Two years. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a, I mean, that's a pretty standard amount of time, even Mm -hmm. short in some people's minds. Like what, I guess, how did your view of marriage stay like something that you wanted to pursue? I think we just, you know, we, dated for two years but we lived together for yeah. a year of that which i know is kind of like something some, some people, people say you should do but i think you with. should i think you should live together before you get married for we, sure especially coming from our past like mm. i had to be sure mm-hmm. that i wasn't getting myself into something else and so we weren't married yet but we had already learned each other mm-hmm. you know we had been together day and night for a year and so it at that point yes it's like a contract to like be married but if you didn't sign the contract, like 
by law, don't you like, aren't you married anyway after like so many years of living together? Yeah. So in something common like law, that. it's like common law. Yeah. So I mean, like the moment, the, the biggest moment would have been the moment we decided to live together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been the biggest like but, commitment but, because yeah, we commitment. moved all our things together uh, and got a place together. Yeah. So whose I, idea was that? It kind of just happened. Kay had moved. To- I was kind of going to be homeless there for a minute. <laughs> oh, no. And he was like, you know, like we want to move in together at some point anyways. Let's just do it. And that's kind of how it happened. It was yeah, not really planned. It wasn't how we were going to do it. But it was something that we felt like made the most sense at that time. Mm. And you were pretty young, too. Like, what? I guess you were 20, 22, 23 when, when that change probably happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, too, as far as like, you know, things with kids or like thinking about having kids what was the conversation like there yeah i think if at first it was definitely like we want to have our own relationship and like not have any more kids mm-hmm. and 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 not try for kids at a at a point we did start trying once we got in alabama i could, i had found out in the military i couldn't have kids well, and that it was going to be hard. That it was going to be hard to have kids. It would be incredibly hard for him to have yeah, kids. Yeah, by a doctor in the military, they were basically like, we don't know. Like, it, it'll be really hard or it won't happen. And so, Kay knew, I guess, going into it, that that might not be a possibility. But I had my girl. I had I had a baby. And so, as much as I wanted to share that with him, I think that never made me not want to be with him, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it wasn't his fault. And I loved mm-hmm. him. Um, but obviously, I think... I always wanted more children, um, but we didn't seriously start trying until like a few years in. Yeah. Because we'd really tried to focus on our relationship mm-hmm. at first. I feel like it's super important. You know, something I didn't do with my last relationship is focus on a relationship. And I think if I had done that, which I'm glad I didn't because I have <laughs> my daughter, mm-hmm. but if I had done that, I think I probably wouldn't have had a baby because I would have. Mm-hmm seen the red flags a lot sooner or I would have had a friend or a parent or somebody tell me before I got pregnant um Mm -hmm. but all that being said I am so glad I have my daughter um and she's a blessing and all that was meant to happen because Mm -hmm. of her but with Taylor I did want to focus more on like just focusing on us and having a healthy relationship before we brought another life into it right and once I felt comfortable and I knew like our relationship was strong um it was really at that point it was like okay let's be financially stable now yeah and once true. we were financially stable it was like okay i really want to well, start financially trying. stable enough i guess enough we were like let's get great, to the point where but... we're where we can't afford to live ourselves because like we yeah. were still paycheck to paycheck when we started trying but we were like but we are managing it and we yeah. are you know what i mean yeah and honestly i didn't even think any i didn't think it would happen because yeah, it was I very, had when such i say we were trying but it was like it. i didn't think i could have kids so it was like let's try but could take a few not, years. No high like, expectations. Finding out you were pregnant was that like total shock? So shocking. What made you even test? I so we had been at my daughter's dance competition the week before, and I we went and ate at the hotel we were staying at, and then that night I woke up in the middle of the night so sick. I never threw up, but I was so mm-hmm. sick, and I was like, "That's so weird." Like, I wonder if it was the food we ate. That's like where my mind went. Well, then like a week later. I'm sitting at home is right before we moved into this apartment. So we were sitting on a mattress, a blow up mattress in the living room floor. And I started feeling nauseous again. And I was like, I'm just going to, I have like, I was a chronic pregnancy test taker. Um, so I had <laughs> like, time. I had pregnancy tests at home already. So I just went in there and I took a test and it was positive. And I was like, are you joking? And I didn't tell him cause I wanted to like surprise him. So I waited 
obviously till like till we got here yeah till we got to this apartment and i didn't tell him so i like held on to that secret and that was the hardest thing i've ever had to do <laughs> because not only was i nauseous and had to play it off as like i would just keep eating these bad things i don't know but um but then the bloating and oh then- yeah the bloating i bloat really bad i look pregnant if I eat a burrito, like <laughs> it's really bad, which hel- actually helps you. Cause I wasn't even the slightest bit. Oh yeah. He did. He just thought Kasia, I was, I was just bad. so used to Kate yeah. bloating up and she'd be like, Oh, I'm bloated. I had dinner. I'm bloated. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's tiny. So she like, she bloats really. But like easy. people would say in our stuff all the time, way prior to Ooh, me being pregnant, they're like, Oh, she must be pregnant. And uh, I'm like, no, that's just Texas Roadhouse rolls. Okay. Someone got it right <laughs> like, at some point, you know? Oh yeah. And then like, but towards the end when we were about to announce it, People were like catching on. They're like, she's definitely pregnant. She's pregnant. And then we announced it and they were like, I knew it from the last video. I knew it. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm like five weeks and everybody already knows. <laughs> but, How long did you keep it a secret from him? It was like. It was only like four or five days. Yeah, we four were or five literally days. about. Four or five days? Wait, that's Girl. a long time. It was hard. I it was so hard. Burst. I know. We were literally well, about to move. My So Kinsley knew because she was there the day I took the test and she wanted to help plan this like epic thing so it was really cool because i actually got to have like this special moment with her yeah i was gonna say what was her reaction she cried um i'm gonna cry thinking about it um (laughs) but she cried and of course like i was like okay well we have to think of a way to tell taylor because like he's gonna be completely shocked and so she got to have like this whole like say so and like how we planned it we went and bought like this onesie at target and some little pacifiers and it was just it was really cool she helped me set up the camera and everything and yeah it was really special i'm glad i got to experience that with her because i was so scared bringing another child after 12 years of her being the only my only kid i was really worried that she was gonna like resent me or be hurt or jealous and surprisingly like it's like she was waiting this whole time for it she was so happy and i was so relieving that she didn't hate me for having another baby i don't know if that's like something you like can relate to but i feel like having a second child you feel like your heart is like not big enough to love both and Mm. till they're there and then you're like Mm. oh my gosh i totally get it now like i love them equally with all my heart your heart just literally grows it's like so true what they say Mm. but yeah yeah, i was definitely worried that she would be like resentful towards me and with an age gap like that i can't even like it must have had to feel like you were starting like starting square run like did you even were there there were so many things i didn't remember there's so many for one the pregnancy was so different like from the things i do remember about my first like the pregnancy itself was totally different um the breastfeeding journey has been totally different but just like from the very beginning like there were so many things i didn't even remember the baby gadgets and all the the baby stuff nowadays is so different from 2011 i mean they didn't have baby wraps back then they didn't have really high-tech video like cameras um what what are those called i can't think of the word Baby monitors. monitors, baby monitors. Oh my gosh, I couldn't think of that. Yeah. Um, but baby monitors, they didn't even have like the cool video ones back then. They had like the little walkie talkies, you know. Oh. So like it's just a totally different time. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but really, 2011. That's a long time ago. <laughs> She's making all sorts of noises over there. I don't know if we can hear it on the on the mics, but it's so Probably funny. Can. Just Jeez. like her, just like our boy. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> no, what's funny is like sometimes I'll be holding uh, my my youngest Augie and he'll like fart really loud and Abby's like Matthew James and I'll be like I, I swear I'm like I swear that was not me I'm like I swear that was but no it, sometimes it is him fifty percent <laughs> yeah, of the time though. no but and it's he like, always goes Augie I'm like, I'm like you're such a dad <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, he gets his farts from his oh, dad. Matt, it's funny. She gets hers from him for sure. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you guys fart in front of each other? Kay There's... doesn't fart. <laughs> I this knew is, I this knew she was one of those girls. This... I knew you were a non-fart. No, no, listen, listen. I don't believe it. <laughs> listen, Linda, listen, listen. Okay. Listen, Linda, Linda, listen. So, really though, I don't like she actually it's doesn't. not my fault. I would. I would if I could and I I want to. It's because you <laughs> I want to, guys. What is wrong she with you? She's a dis- <laughs> She's a Disney princess. She can't fart. She literally she doesn't, though. I, I wait. He has to do the bicycle with me to try to make it happen, and it oh won't my happen. God. I don't fart either. It's it's crazy. Wait, if, you're okay, going, well, I'm not if you're going number two, are you guys like the couple that like you have to have the door closed? Like it's not allowed to be in the bathroom at the same time. We don't have to. No. I just prefer not to. Oh, okay, that's uh, nice. Matt literally thinks it's the perfect time to start a conversation. I just walk in and just like have a I conversation. Tell him all with Abby. the time, I'm like, if I'm getting ready, and he's like, I have to go, and I'm like, just go. I mean, he's like, I, will. I can't. I'm, you're right here, and I'm like, okay, and like he will sometimes, but most of the time he likes to have like his time, you know, in the bathroom, and he I doesn't just, want I me mean, in there. I just, I don't know. It's. I think it's he not, feels uncomfortable to push it out yeah, or something. I don't know. You know there's muscles that I just want to tighten alone and, you know, just let it all out. And then Matt, you're a little too comfortable with me, I think. This portion of today's episode is sponsored by Haya. There's so many confusing things about being a parent, I'm going to be honest with you. So many things happen in another early life and you're making so many decisions related to your child's health. It's a big responsibility. So you want to make sure that you're making good decisions. And one of those things that was kind of confusing to navigate was vitamins for our children. Haya is a pediatrician approved superpowers chewable vitamin. Most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues. Haya is made with zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's kind of an all-in-one great multivitamin for your little ones, and it can be a really fun, tasty ritual for them, too. I think it's something they'd really look forward to. Just call it a treat, and they'll love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice that the vitamins don't have a ton of sugar in them, because I've I've been thinking about that. Like, they yeah. load a lot of sugar into things for kids, and I, I appreciate oh. that those vitamins aren't loaded up with sugar. It's frustrating. They sneak sugar into literally everything that's designed for children. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. 50%. That's a lot. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash unplanned. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-L-T-H dot com slash unplanned and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Back to the episode. I think you're pretty comfortable with me too, Abby. Come on. I, just, I already told them I don't fart. It never happens. Oh my gosh. Abby farts all the time. So she'll like, yeah, I, we've talked it's about this on the podcast before. It's bad when I'm pregnant. It's really like, bad when I'm pregnant. Sometimes like I'll, oh, like I'll like move the sheets in bed and I'm like, whoa. Like it's just like a freaking something that like okay, just comes upon me. right along there. It's okay because where I don't fart, I make up in other areas. Like when I go to the bathroom, like he always makes fun of me. 
I'm just going to tell this really quick, and this is probably like TMI, and nobody wants to hear this, but I have to take medication to go to the bathroom. She so has the like, IBS. I have IBS, oh, it and it's like is. the compet- okay. It's like the the what's the word I'm thinking of? The kind where she doesn't go. The kind where I don't go. She won't for go like for like a week and, and a half, and, and then Whoa. all of a sudden I go, and then it's like I'm sick because I haven't gone in a week and a half. So. That's another reason I don't fart. But um, That's why. That is the reason. But I do take medication to help me go every single day. And so I have my morning time. And that's like I go every single morning. And he knows. Like he's going to take care of her for a minute because I'm going to go to the bathroom. First thing, I, when I stand up, gravity hits me. I got to go. Wow. And so then I just, I just have my time. And so he always makes fun of me because... I have like a schedule. That's yeah. kind of nice, that, though. That's actually really nice. I don't I'm jealous. Jealous. say that Usually. because you obviously would choose to not have yeah. that. Oh yeah, for sure. But to be able to plan that because sometimes it hits at bad times. Like I was talking with my sister-in-law the other day. When you're nursing and if you that happens, mm-hmm. oh, it's torturous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I get it because before I took medication, it would hit me at the worst time, and I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Like, <laughs> I have a really funny story when we were dating. Um, I was at his apartment and we had this gas station across the road from his apartment and I had to go like it just hit me and I hadn't gone like a week and I was like do you want like a Gatorade I'm gonna go grab a Gatorade he's like well I have such he had like propel or something and I was like no I really want a Gatorade and so I like went across the street to get a Gatorade and I like text my mom I'm like mom I don't know what to do I'm never gonna be able to poop in front of him and I didn't know what to do and so I just every time I'd go to the bathroom I'd go over to the easy go across Man, the street she likes Gatorades a lot she I like, really <laughs> like Gatorades you guys I would go over there all the time that gas station name oh, is hilarious oh like you would too. literally leave his the apartment easy to go, go to the bathroom easy go like hey I'm easy gonna go to easy go, go real quick just, <laughs> how did you not catch on it, I don't know yeah. I'm just now get, I'm just that's now hilarious and the gas station workers are like no it's her she's not this girl again she gets the gate I think the thing that got me caught eventually was I didn't bring a Gatorade back. And he was like, where's the Gatorade? Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, um, I actually drank it already. I drank it all the way here. All the way, he, right? He knew. He knew. Yeah. But wow. yeah, it was so funny. And then eventually, obviously, we got It was thin walls. It was a very like low-cost apartment. It the walls were paper. It was not a good apartment. Not a good apartment. It's paper thin. No, so like you, you, could, knew. you could go in there and, and I wouldn't hear a thing. And it it's was just... great. Like, yeah, it's so many walls in between us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I now know that about you guys. Yes. Now feel, everybody's hey, going to know I that about us. I feel so us. close. <laughs> like, now that we've had that discussion, I feel like we are so close <laughs> and I've known you guys for... We for, bonded. It's crazy how quickly that can happen. You just talk to somebody for an hour and you talk about, like, flatulence, you know? And, <laughs> it and always it's like, goes wow, there. we've known each other for, like, like years. It's like we go way back. Yeah. yeah I'm it curious, always gets to that conversation. I, I, I wanted to bring up something that you said earlier. You mentioned how you thought it was, like, the right decision to move in together before you guys got married. And I'm just, like, so interested in... Like what that was like for you guys. I think in our case, like, you know, us both having those events happen. Like for you guys, you were like high school sweethearts. And like, so it was very natural to wait, right? Because you already didn't live together through all of high school and, and stuff, right? And so yeah. it, it, almost, it almost made more sense to wait until that moment. For us, we had had these like, you know, horrible things happen. And so I felt like both of us wanted to move in together first and kind of had that buffer where it's like okay well if we hate each other in the morning like let's figure it out before we get married again and do yeah. all this again you know and i i think we both agreed on that we were yeah. we wanted From that time wanted- to learn yeah. all those little all those little details but what? if we hadn't had those relationships prior i don't know that we would have done yeah, that we, might not we have probably done that that would way. have waited 
And also, I know, like, culture around America is so different from state to state and where mm-hmm. you grow up. Because, like, with us, none of our friends were, like, dating anybody. So, like, us getting married was, like, very different. Did you guys have friends that were living together or friends that were married? Or, like, what like what did your situation look like in the culture that you guys grew up in? The military will pay you more if you're married. Yes. Oh, and yeah. so, yeah, everyone was getting married. But I don't think yeah. it was like, a, oh, well, you know, I want to live together first or I want to get married first. I think it was like, a, well, I was with this person before I joined. So, I might as well get married and get that extra few hundred bucks. Why is that? Why does the military incentivize marriage? I don't remember now if they pay you more for kids or not, or if it's just being married. But I have they pay you more for for each kid. um, Bah, which is what they give you for rent, like to your living allowance. But food too, right? They give you like a food allowance. It's more too. They give you a food allowance. I think it is because you have a wife that you're supporting or kids that you're supporting, Mm -hmm. and so they give you more. Like it's the right thing to do to give you more. But then everyone in the military gets married for the wrong reason. Uh, You know what I mean? Because a single guy living in the dorms doesn't need the same amount of money as a married person living in a house with two kids. One hundred percent. By the way, I don't know if I said this already, but thank you for your service to our country. By the way, like that's that's so admirable and so so awesome that you did that. So thank you. Yeah, it was it was a interesting experience, and I mean, but it got me that that's how I went through college. So the four years in the military was that's how I paid for college. So did you guys go both go to college? Kay went to a different college than me. I did. uh, school for dental assisting. Okay. Um, I did go to college prior to that. I was going to be a nurse. I wanted to go to nursing school. So I did like all of my prerequisites for nursing mm-hmm. and then ultimately decided not to do nursing. Um, and it wasn't until a few years later that I was like, I want to do, I want to pursue dental because I'd always found dental stuff interesting and I like teeth. So I'm really glad I did because honestly, like I was very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. She's um, really good at yeah. I would still be doing it if it wasn't for like some autoimmune conditions that I have and now wanting to be able to stay home with her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it a lot. I think you guys have opened up about your autoimmune conditions on TikToks. I've seen that in like mm-hmm. the, the captions of your videos. Enlighten me on what that exactly means because I'll be honest, I have no idea what an autoimmune condition is. So how do you how do you explain that, I guess? So basically my immune system is like attacking my body and it's like overactive. It doesn't realize. So basically like when you have the flu, your immune system attacks the flu virus and gets rid of it. It's like your little army. My immune system thinks everything is the flu. So it'll attack my organs. It'll attack my skin. Well, your skin's an organ, I guess, but it attacks (laughs) like everything. And, um, it, isn't always active so sometimes I'll be like in remission so when I was pregnant with her I was in full remission I felt great after the hormones and everything kind of dipped back down at about six weeks when she was about six weeks old that's when it all hit me again and it was like it's been a lot worse than it was even before I was pregnant um but yeah I just occasionally I'll have flares and sometimes I feel great but then I'll wake up one morning and I feel like I have the flu because that's really the only way I can describe it is I feel like when you have really bad body aches with a fever, like mm-hmm. when you have the flu or something, that's what it feels like. I wake up and I ache all over my body. I just hurt. And sometimes I'll even have like a low grade fever. Like that's normal. Well, yesterday you had a fever. I had a fever yesterday. And I, we almost contacted you guys because I, I took a COVID test because I was like, really? am I having a flare or do I have COVID? Because I felt that that's, bad. Because that, the autoimmune had, had... It literally feels so similar. Um, obviously it was negative and I feel fine today. But it just hits me sometimes where I just, I'm down and I cannot function. And she's getting payback now from not having any symptoms during the pregnancy because no. right at postpartum, it actually, when your hormones dip and everything, it gets really bad. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, my rheumatologist actually told me, she's like, expect worse flares now than you've ever had. 
You're like, so. add that to the rest of postpartum, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. So it's been a really rough like week, actually. Yeah. It's been a really hard week. Yeah. Is it's- there any medicine you can take, or is that not something you can do while you're breastfeeding? So I can take, um, the only medication I can take right now is the same thing I was taking while I was pregnant, but it's only like an added, like really I need that plus like an infusion every month or a shot every two weeks. Um, those are like the immune suppressant, <laughs> immune suppressant um, medications that I need to be taking, but I can't take those. So I'm basically only down to like the pill that I take every day. And it doesn't really, it doesn't put them in remission. And it, it might doesn't, be affecting your, your supply right now. Her supply has dipped in the last yeah. like three days bad, like, mm-hmm. like worrisome. Well, we haven't talked about that, but yeah, her in the last few days, her supply is like more than halved. That's the most stressful thing, at least for me. Like mm-hmm. constantly worrying about milk supply will be the end of me. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I tell Matt every single day, I'm like, I think it's going. Like it's gone. And then it just feels like the end of the world. But yeah. then I remember feeling that a million times with my first. And then mm-hmm. now he's eating solids. And it's yeah. like, why did I stress so much mm-hmm. about that? It's not mm-hmm. the end of the world. But yeah. it just can feel like that sometimes. It definitely does. I, I stress so much because in the beginning, like she did lose weight. And my supply did take a dip in the beginning from her tongue tie. Because I didn't realize but she wasn't eating enough. Because she couldn't suck enough out. And so she just started losing like all this weight. And thankfully, we got it revised and she started eating again. But it was definitely scary there for a minute. And now I'm like losing more supply. And I'm like, am I going to be back to that? Is she going to start losing weight? Mm. How has this time around been different than your first pregnancy and first time through postpartum? Is it is it similar? Is it different? Is it hard to remember since it's been 12 years? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, it is so yes, hard. All the above. Yes, all the above. Um, I honestly don't remember a lot about my postpartum journey with my first. A lot of that whole era of my life is kind of a blur, to be honest. I don't know if I block out a lot of it, but I don't remember so much, and it stinks because <laughs> I wish I could, like, in a lot of ways, I do feel like a first time mom again sometimes because I'm like, well, how did I do this? Or, did Kinsley do this or that and it's just it's been so different it's been challenging because I'm relearning a lot like 12 Mm -hmm. years is a long time Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize how long 12 years is um so yeah it's been it's been different now I will say breastfeeding my first was it came very easily and very naturally which I'm learning is like a blessing because so many people struggle with breastfeeding and at the time I just had no idea that it could even be hard I was like oh they're hungry stick them on (laughs) you know then go about your day like it just wasn't hard for me the first time and then I learned very quickly with her that it can definitely be hard and it was like I was really close to just going to formula because I was crying every single time it hurt so bad Mm. and she was crying because she wasn't eating enough and I just, I definitely feel for all those moms out there that struggle with breastfeeding that want to do it so badly and then they ultimately can't. Like, I feel so yeah. bad for them and I, I feel so, I can connect with that a lot because I get it now. Mm. Tay, how did that affect you? What were you thinking in those moments where Kaylee really wanted to breastfeed and it just wasn't going the way that she had planned? It was really stressful. It was, it was emotionally taxing in multiple ways. One, because Ellie wasn't getting fed and so she was constantly whining and like, this was my first time with a newborn. Like, you know, I yeah. started with Kinsley at three, but nothing at, at, you know, newborn stage. And so I was just like, is this it? Is this what people talk about? Is she supposed to be up every 30 minutes, like crying? And, and right as you release the latch, she starts crying again. And I'm like, this is, you know, it, it, 
it, I was, it was just confusion at all angles for me and, and stress and I was worried and Kay was stressed and I was like, she was supposed to be the expert. Why does she not know what's yeah, going on? Yeah, he kept asking me, he's like, is this normal? What am like, I supposed to do What do we hands? do? Is this normal? When does it get better? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't remember this happening with Kinsley. Like, she slept great from the beginning. Like, I had it really easy with her and this is not what I remember. This portion of today's episode is sponsored by Factor. Something that Matt and I have talked about a lot recently is the mental load that comes with preparing meals three times a day for our yep. entire family. Yep, and that's In fact, why I am the meal for one of the members of our family. You are actually... Five times a day. That's impressive. Can I just give you a high five for being Thank the you. meal for one and of our And you know what? It members? makes me hungry to be the meal. Because <laughs> I have to eat for two. Okay. <laughs> and that's why I'm really thankful to... They are ready to eat meal delivery services that take the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. What's great about factors, Matt, is that you there's literally no prep work. You That's just so nice. Throw them in the microwave. That's literally it. It's all you do. There's nothing else. You don't even have to think about it. But they have great offerings. They have actually thirty over thirty five meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. No more frantic lunch preps and rush dinners because factors two minute meals are your secret weapon if you want to be a really nice you know brother or sister-in-law or just like who wh- whatever somebody that you know in your life is gonna have a baby get them some factor meals for real like we've done that for our friends and family we've gotten them meals when they are going to have a big life change maybe somebody you know is about to have a surgery get them some pre-made factor meals and then they won't have to worry about it they won't have to stress about it they'll know that they can just throw it in the microwave done deal yeah, and they help you stay on your goals because they have Protein Plus, Keto, all those things. Yeah. And it's great that Factor is flexible with you. So if you sign up for Factor, but then you think you go out of town or you yeah. have a weird week, you can change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week or pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. That's awesome. Head to factormeals.com slash unplanned50 and use code unplanned50 to get 50% off. That's code unplanned50 at factormeals.com slash unplanned50. 50 to get 50% off back to the episode switching the subject like what do your families think about you guys right now like I feel like you've had such a massive life change just in the past like year basically TikTok wasn't even an app that existed five years ago and now mm-hmm. like that is your job so how do you explain that to your to your grandma you know like what, what do you what do you do what do you say well I will say like my family I don't know that a lot of them even use TikTok I think I've gotten some of them on TikTok because of us. Um, I think that's probably true for a lot of people. Um, But they're very proud of us. Like, very proud. Very supportive. We've never had to, like, hide our type of content, which we do very wholesome content anyways. But, like, we've just always, like, been ourselves and been like hey this is our job and they've always supported that they were even supportive in the beginning when when we had nobody following us like they were our first followers they were the people who like liked all of our stuff his mom still every single day when we post our reel she shares it to facebook every single day never fails she shares it to facebook and like i mean i don't know how many people are seeing that but it's just the support support. is there so sweet so there really really sweet yeah i think they're i think they're proud of us what do you think so. is the big biggest misconception about you guys? Oh, that's a tough one. I, I don't know. Like Give me have... a list of misconceptions. I'm kind like... of just like throwing that on you. I don't know why I asked that, but I was like, maybe I should ask that question. Maybe there's something that people... I will say the biggest misconception, and this is coming from like my mom's self, okay. that I don't love my first daughter and that I'm hiding her. Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's probably the biggest misconception I can think of. Because, I mean, it, it does hurt me. I think about it like every single day. Because the comments, like, 
they get to you when people start saying that even though I know that that's not true people from an outside perspective are like well she doesn't show her daughter so she must not love her but I don't think these people understand like number one my daughter is 12 she has a choice if she doesn't want to be on our our podcast on her content (laughs) then I'm not going to force her to do that same with Ellie once Ellie's old enough to make that decision like I will never force my kids to be a part of this if they don't want to be yeah and she's at an age where like her friends follow us and she's not probably particularly like interested in putting her life out there yeah for all her friends to like dissect and be like oh i saw that you did this you know the other day or whatever so i completely respect it and i understand but and you know the other thing is her father doesn't want her on it for his own reasons and that's his thing so it's just to me like just because we don't film her doesn't it has no relation like to what how much we love her like yes it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me how people can't just understand like we don't post her for her her reason like her reasons if she wants to be on there she will be yeah. it's not hard it's not a hard concept i guess well, isn't it crazy how you can't win because it's like if you show if your you, kid it's like oh my gosh they are looking out for them. They're, they're, they're putting their kid on the internet. They hate their kid. Yes. If you don't show your kid, then it's like, they're oh, not showing their kid. They're not included. They hate their kid. You they're must a bad not parent. love them. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do, people will find a flaw in it. So I think as a parent, you just have to make the right decision, the best decision for your right. child. And like, 100%. that's super cool that you guys have found that for both of your children. Yeah. I like, so respect that. And um, just getting to know you, even, even just with the past couple of hours that we've talked, it's just like, I I know that you guys are making like really good choices for your children and it's just really I really respect um all Thank of that. You. And I'm sorry <laughs> that when you stay silent on something online and you, you and you do hate. something out of out of protection for your child, people will find some way to misconstrue yeah. it. And that's really <laughs> They fill in the story for you. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Even though they have it's not their place, they have no idea what's going on right. in reality. And yeah. I think that's and people will read those comments and instead of like hearing it from us, they'll just believe what they're hearing. Like he got a DM the other day and it was like on his personal Instagram. So these people had to like go and find him because we don't like put his personal Instagram out there really. Yeah. Um, but they DM'd him and they were like, um, you should have thought about the fact that Kay has a daughter before you married her if you didn't want her in your life. If you didn't want to post her, what? maybe you should have thought about that before you um, got married to her mom. Because I thought I was the one that didn't want what? He's not content. the reason that she's not in the content. I think you're thinking of her bio dad because like he is totally yeah. for her being in the content if she wants to be. So someone got so frustrated that they went all the way to found my They really wanted account. to tell him how it was. You know, <laughs> like I'm going to let him know that is not mature, that is not a responsible thing to do to marry somebody with a child and not want them in your content. And I'm just like, I just like, that's obvious. That is the biggest misconception is that we don't care about her. Yeah. And she knows that's not true. And that's all that matters. That's at the end of the day, that's what matters. She Mm -hmm. laughs at the hate comments as well. Yeah. So is that hard sometimes when you see a false narrative online and you know that it's just completely made up, you know, that your family knows knows you and knows your heart and your your friends know mm-hmm. you and know your heart yet there might be something that someone says that's just completely out of left field that doesn't fit at all that's the hardest thing i think for me is like i want to be like a keyboard warrior i want to like tell them <laughs> yeah everything i just want to like let it out like no you're wrong because actually but i can't do that 500 times a day like it's yeah. ha- like 
I you mean, couldn't I, do it. I couldn't, Even if it was I your full-time job, you couldn't do it. I couldn't moderate those comments enough to, like, make that go away. Like, everybody... There's even other creators that have made videos of us not wanting to post our daughter because for some reason we don't care about her and people saying well I like them until I realized they had another daughter and they don't post her and so at at a point you just kind of have to block all Mm -hmm. of that out because I think I mean it really starts to mess with us mentally even though we know the kind of parents we are we know why we're doing it um but yeah that is 100% like the hardest part is keeping my mouth closed and not wanting to just say everything and explain like no you're wrong because of this yeah Mm -hmm. that's so interesting too because we just had um some other friends of ours brooklyn and bailey on the podcast and one of their sisters just doesn't like to be on camera and so and their videos because their their whole family like Mm -hmm. they come from a family of creators there that one sister just hasn't been in the videos as much in the past because of her choice and that's just her decision and um and people they said the same thing about her literally like same same exact thing they try to find some sort of controversy in it when it's just like it's really just as simple as somebody not really wanting to go on social media because not everybody wants to be a social media personality entire family now that i think about it we love them so much but i don't really know that we've never had abby's parents on the podcast because her parents just don't really want to yeah but like my parents are hilarious and they they love (laughs) my parents love the camera like they're like let's do it let's do another podcast my brother yeah like there's just they just don't show up in our in our content that much but we love them dearly we see them all the time i like even forget that that's even yeah and we don't think different i yeah you don't think differently of her for not wanting right. to be in it. it's just no. like i think people just like in baseball make not, it a like, huge deal yeah, or, i think some people are like well i don't really like sports that doesn't like just because you don't like sports doesn't mean like change her as a person it's, yeah. yeah it's just everybody has their own opinion on things and maybe one day she's gonna decide randomly that she wants to be in it and that's great and she can be and yeah. we will fully support that. And I think everybody will love that because people are so interested in her for some reason. They're, they want to know all about no, her. No, here's what I think it is. At least it's for me. Because it's a big secret. How do you have a 12-year-old and you... Wait, <laughs> yes. That's what it is. It's like, you don't look like you're yeah. 30. For me, I'm just like, yes. what? Yeah. Yeah, it is really weird. And I think that's really what threw everybody for a loop in the beginning was that... I thought she was 21. I thought she was like you 22 totally years old. 21. Yeah, you legit. And, yeah. And, well, why are they acting like this is their first pregnancy? And I think that is really what made this big, like, controversy. Like... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Girl, people are just obsessed with this whole idea. At the end of the idea. day, I want to look like oh. you when I have a 12-year-old. Thank you. Well, I wish I looked like you at 25, so. Oh, stop. <laughs> now we're just going to flatter each, no. each other. <laughs> well, Tay is taking their precious baby girl and I think swaddling her right now. But, um, wow, I this has been such a great conversation with you guys. I just really appreciate you guys opening up and being vulnerable and um, sharing your experiences. I'm sure that you just being genuine with your story and um saying what you've said i'm sure it's helped people that are maybe going through something similar and feeling lost and scared and hopeless and so um thank you for for being willing to share your story well thank you for having us on here and letting us share our story because i feel like we haven't really been able to because we do short content you know we haven't really had the opportunity to really talk a lot about ourselves yeah i think people just learn about us through our reels that we post but that's still like you're putting a little you're putting puzzles together so nobody has really heard like our past or where we came from or anything so thank you for giving us the opportunity to explain all of that yeah it's really really 
really cool learning more about you guys. Yeah, so. on the outside, I just saw this happy, sweet, adorable couple. Which you guys and, are. And you are. Which is actually the coolest part of coming here and getting to know you guys. Because in my head, I was like, how could this be? And then you meet you guys, and that's like exactly who you guys are. And you have an amazing husband. He's like literally just being such a great dad right now with your daughter. He's so and good. I don't know, just really I don't deserve taking him. charge. No, you're I don't. an amazing oh, you mama. He is, he is literally like... He's going to see this later, but he is literally like the best dad. Like I could not ask for better. So sweet. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't already followed KNT, definitely go check them out. And we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But until next time, three, two, one. Peace, peace out, out, dudes. dudes.